Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion, unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. <laughs> a big welcome to our newest patron over at patreon.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. Hello and welcome to James Curtis. Thank you so much for your ongoing support. We really could not do this without you. Also, we're still after stories for our Folk Tales theme, so if you have a story in you, you have until the 17th of February to get your story in. For more information, head over to hawkandcleaver.com forward slash submissions. Once again, that's hawkandcleaver.com forward slash submissions. Today's episode is Free Will, written by Michael David Wilson and narrated by Persephone Rose. And if I hadn't been drinking, I wouldn't have gotten to the mess in the first place, Will said, his voice a tannoy. Robert scanned the hotel bar and lobby. No one seemed bothered by Will's noise. Good. Robert couldn't shush him if he tried. Had learned that back in university. Think I might turn in for the night, Robert said. They haven't run out of booze yet, Will raised his Glenfiddich. Never known of a bar that has. They keep them well-stocked, you know. (laughs) You know what your problem is? 
Robert shook his head. His only problem was how best to excuse himself and get some kip. You don't drink enough, Will said. You used to, but... Well, what happened? You're seriously asking me why I don't drink as much as I did? Or as often. Jesus, this was supposed to be fun. One last lad's weekend before you piss off to Korea. Robert swigged his ale. It has been fun. I'm just saying, if you drank more, we'd have a funny story to tell. Given some of our stories, it's for the best. Remember that night you wrestled me in Spencer Park on the way back from Spoons? You know how to deliver a decent suplex. Thank you. Will appeared proud. But it was pretty foolish of you, what with the arthritis. I wasn't the one who broke my wrist. Not because of wrestling. It was leaping over that tall-ass fence that did it. I never understood why. Because I was drunk. Don't need a better reason than that. An old white guy with waist-length dreads and a green anorak hobbled towards them, carrying a stack of big issues. Don't make eye contact, Will said. You hate poor people or something? No, it's just... Will sunk his scotch. The guy reached them. Evening, gentlemen. I won't take much of your time. Not interested, Will said. The guy plonked the big issues on the table and pulled up a chair. Will and Robert exchanged looks. What aren't you interested in? The guy said. Will nodded towards the magazines. It only came out today. You don't know what's in it, the guy said. Would you like the world to be a better place? What are you on about? Will said. A simple question. Would you like the world to be a better place or not? I'm not buying the big issue. Fair enough. Though it has an excellent piece on the top 100 changemakers. People who are making the world a better place. He took the magazines off the table, placing them in his army green satchel. I get it. Not for everyone. The guy continued to sit there. Perhaps someone else will buy one? Robert said. Doubtful. Gotta try, right? Robert said. Listen, Will said. We don't want the big issue. It's not all I'm selling. What if I could give you more? <laughs> no offense, but there's nothing in that bag I want to buy, Will said. What if I could give you knowledge so powerful you couldn't comprehend it? So utterly unfathomable, your only option is to kill yourself. Will blinked. Wow, that I was not expecting. But hey, it doesn't sound like something I want to buy. Isn't that like uh, hiring a hitman on myself? And B, knowledge so powerful I'll kill myself? There might be things beyond my comprehension, but I'm not going to take my life. They sat in silence. Okay, fine. Try me, Will said. I'm listening. Consider carefully. This cannot be undone. I need to know you're certain. 
Will's fist hit the table. I'm certain, old man. Now out with it. Robert pushed Will's hand back. What are you doing? You believe him? No, but... Robert leaned in, whispered, You shouldn't mess around with people like this. Robert reached into his wallet, put two fifty on the table, and turned to the guy. We'll buy a copy of your magazine, then you can be on your way. The guy pocketed the money, stood to leave. Thank you, kind sir. Sit back down. Will, what are you doing? Robert asked. I'm not gonna have him talk shit without bagging it up. Robert smiled at the guy. Don't listen to him. Please go. Stay, Will said. Go now and I'll buy another two big issues. Hasn't he taken enough of your money? Will said. It's for a good cause. Is it fuck? He'll spend it on booze and cigarettes. As you would. Will scowled at Robert, turned to the man. Sit back down. I'll buy you a drink and all the big issues you have. What? Robert squawked. You can't make a claim like that and have no one call you out on it. Knowledge so powerful you'll kill yourself, please. So you're rewarding his lunacy? I don't believe him, Will said. But you can't blame the guy for trying, given where we are. You're gonna have to elaborate. Most haunted hotel in Birmingham. Will pointed towards a placard above the bar. See? Robert looked. Will wasn't kidding. Should have guessed there was something weird from the hotel name. Wonder why it's so haunted. Didn't think you believed in all that. I don't. There's always a story. It's simple enough, the guy said. Many people faced truths they couldn't handle, so ended their lives. Will rolled his eyes. This again. And what exactly can't I handle? Is he ready? The guy asked Robert. Please leave. Will slapped down two 50-pound notes. That'll cover 40 big issues. You can't have much more than that. The guy took the money. I'll include the bag for another 20. I don't want the bag, Will said. It's strong. Possesses certain qualities. I still don't want the bag. The guy placed the magazines on the table. Don't especially want them either, Will said. The guy reached for them. Oi, I paid for them. But if you don't want, they're still mine. Now tell me, what can't I handle? Will said. Then to Robert, hey, maybe you should film this. Put it on YouTube. I'm not getting involved. Out with it, old man. Will screamed. It's not something I can say. But I can tell you how to see for yourself. Okay. Look in room 302. Look in room 302? I bought all your big issues for that? That's right. Jesus, Will said. I've been conned. Look in room 302, the guy repeated. Okay, but I swear to God if there's nothing there, I want my money back. Not a problem, the guy said. How about that drink? We'll put another ten on the table, then rose to leave. Be right back. Where are you going, Robert said. Room 302. Where else? I have a bad feeling about this. 
The guy took the tenor. Thank you for the conversation and business, gentlemen, but I should go. Aren't you going to wait until I've looked in 302? Will said. The guy chuckled. Absolutely not. I want to be far away from all that. He strolled off, whistling. I should go after him, he said. He's got my money. Robert eyed the big issues. Technically not. You just bought a bunch of magazines. He's done nothing wrong. Will sat back down. Fuck! Another drink? Robert asked. Please, still want to look in that room. Don't. Your superstition makes me want to do it even more. Hardly superstition, just a simple risk-reward calculation. Think about it. You're heading to Korea soon, your whole life ahead of you. Full of excitement, dreams, hopes, and possibilities. There's so much for you to enjoy. And I'll make the most of it. Robert sighed. But what if you look in that room and see something so horrible you can't deal with it? So horrible you can't deal with anything? Like what? I can't possibly imagine, which is the point, but I wouldn't like to find out. I've seen some messed up things in my time. Went to this one gig where they threw pig's blood at the crowd. Plus, I've watched all the human centipedes, martyrs, a Serbian film. I even saw a snuff film once. And admittedly, that did fuck me up, but I'm still here. Point is, whatever's in that room, I can handle. I'm sure others said the same. Robert glanced at the most haunted placard. There are no others. That guy's a wind-up merchant. Perhaps. But what if he's not? Best not to look. Robert, I need to look in that room. It's become a thing. You know how it is. When someone says not to do something, you have to do it. If it makes you feel better, we could look together. That way, if there's something untoward... I'm not going anywhere near that room, and you shouldn't either. All right. Understood. Anyway, I need to pop to the gents. Get around in. When Will returned, something was off. You took your time. You look in that bloody room or something? Will refused eye contact. Jesus, you did, didn't you? Will downed his drink. Why would you look? What did you see? Just fuck off. Will rose, chair legs scraped the floor, and bolted out of the bar. The next day, Robert checked his phone for missed calls and messages from Will. Nothing. When Will didn't answer his door, Robert convinced the concierge to check on him. Robert prepared for the worst. He's gone, the concierge said. The room lay empty and immaculate. No trace of Will. Robert spent much of the day calling Will's phone. Straight to voicemail. Checked social media, too. Nothing. The longer Robert stayed at the hotel, thinking, fretting, waiting, the more he wanted to check room 302. Robert ran to the lift. Will might be in room 302. An inner voice begged Robert not to go, that whatever had happened to Will could happen to him too, yet he needed to look, if only to prove it was bollocks. The chance meeting with the big issue seller, everything he'd said, and Will's disappearance all coincidental. Floor three was dark, with low red lighting. 
He paced the corridor. Room 301, room 303, room 304, room 305, room 306. What the? Robert checked again, then headed to reception. I can't find room 302, Robert told the concierge. Do you have a reservation? No. Oh, then may I ask what this is about? Robert's heart raced. I'd just like some help finding room 302. Robert took a breath, adjusted his tone. I think my friend might be there. One moment, please. Let me check if the room is currently occupied. 302? Yes, Robert shuffled. He might not have officially checked in, but he could still be there. I can't find anything. Any chance you could tell me where 302 is? I'd like to check it personally for peace of mind. The concierge's eyes narrowed. That's the problem. I can't find anything. There is no room 302. Why not? I couldn't tell you. Because of confidentiality? Because I don't know. Could you check again? Surely there's been a mistake. I already have. Several times. I find it as baffling as you. Is there anything else I can help you with? There's really no room 302? I'm afraid not. Robert needed fresh air, and fast. He rushed out of the hotel, nearly bumping into someone outside. As Robert helped the guy pick up his fallen magazines, he recognized him. It's you! You told my mate to look inside room 302, and now he's... disappeared. The guy shrugged. What did you do? Not a thing. Yeah? Then why is the concierge saying there is no room 302? Ah, yes... In a sense, he's right. See, there both is and isn't a room 302. It's only there if you seek it. Only there if you seek it? What nonsense is this? At its which I spent a good ten minutes seeking the bloody room earlier. It isn't there. It's not that easy. Seeking isn't simply... Physical, for lack of a better word. There's a spiritual component. Seek it with everything. Most importantly, it has to seek you, too. Robert shook his head. Sounds like bollocks. Really? So where is your friend? Robert's hands rolled into fists. I should bloody... He adjusted his tone. So, you're saying Will found it, and it found him, too. Likely so. What did he see? You really want to know. It's why we're talking. He saw everything he could have been. I don't understand. But he did. That's the problem. And when he saw, when he understood, let's just say it was impossible to go on. Bastard. I did warn him, but curiosity... It's powerful. How could you let him see such a thing? How could you be so bloody irresponsible? Robert's hands were shaking. I do what I have to do to survive. We all do. And now Will's gone. For what? A hundred quid? Not exactly gone. In a sense, he's still there. In room 302. I have to find him. Robert opened his wallet. No notes remained. He shuffled through his cards, sweat forming on his brow. 
Look, I can go to an ATM and get some cash out, however much it takes for you to bring him back. I wish it was that simple. Would be a nice little learner. Then what do I do? Learn from his mistake. Don't ask questions with answers you can't handle. This isn't fair, Robert's voice cracked. Life rarely is. He didn't know the bloody question, but you do, which is why I'm warning you against Room 302. Though you're human, you'll seek it eventually. The chance to see everything you could have been. Too tempting to resist. You won't look at first. Likely not this week or month. Perhaps not even this year. But you will look. You're sick in the head, Robert said, lips trembling, words wavering. I won't look. I won't. What makes you think you have any choice? I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Other Stories. Free Will was written by Michael David Wilson, narrated by Persephone Rose, edited by Carl Hughes, and music by Mayu and Sam Robson. Michael David Wilson is a professional writer, editor, podcaster, and the founder of ThisIsHorror.co.uk. His forthcoming novella, The Girl in the Video, will be published later this year by Perpetual Motion Machine Publishing. Connect with Michael over at www.michaeldavidwilson.co.uk or at WilsonTheWriter on Twitter. Also, a big welcome to our newest patron, James Curtis. Thank you for your ongoing support. We really could not do this without you. If you'd like to join James and get access to exclusive episodes and bonus content, head over to patreon.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. Lastly, a final call for our folktales theme of stories. We have until the 17th of February to get your stories in. So for more information on that, head over to hawkandcleaver.com forward slash submissions. Once again, that's hawkandcleaver.com forward slash submissions. Until next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.